Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Our Drunken History. So this week is kind of a special week. Um, this episode will be our 13th episode. So we decided to just do a, a homage to the number 13 and some of the, the traditions around it and some of the superstitions with it. Um, and this video will be released on Saturday the 13th. So it all kind of fits, I think. Yeah. Not Friday the 13th. Not Friday we, the 13th. We couldn't wait that long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're coming to you from my living room because my air conditioner got fixed today and it is delightful. Much better than last week. <laughs> last week was sweaty. <laughs> hopefully uh, hopefully you guys liked the baseball episode last week. It was I actually got a, I got, I got a lot of texts about it. Oh, yeah? That it was, yeah, it was good. really good. People who had, had appreciated that. They actually liked the ambiance outdoor background oh. noises. They... They appreciate it and made them think, made them sit back and, and appreciate summertime. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. It's good to hear feedback like that. And hey, if you guys wanted to have, have us do more episodes outdoors or in a, some other setting. Wait, wait till fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe at the beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the number 13 goes way back in history. It uh, it has its roots and uh, and some of its phobias dated back hundreds of years. and. So I'll let Zach pronounce it. So the, there is actually a term for the fear of the number 13. It's for what it goes with superstitious, and that is called what? Triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidekaphobia. The fear of the number 13. Fear of the number, and there's, there's another one that's even more complicated. Let me turn that off. No. Okay. We're watching the baseball game on the <laughs> side over here too. Yeah, so. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have another baseball episode coming up here in a few weeks. Yeah, we got, we got, we got a good one coming up. But uh, yeah, so. The uh, number 13, if you want to get for mathematically, it's uh, one of the Fibonacci numbers. Mm -hmm. You've seen like the spiral yeah. Fibonacci scale. Yep. It's the next in sequence after 5 and 8, and then 13 is the next number. Yeah. Um, I thought that was, 21 is the next one. 21 is the next one? I, I, I you had the, the number before it. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I have my shoes off otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have added five and eight. <laughs> yeah, and then that that uh, that Fibonacci sequence occurs in nature a lot. You can see it in uh, seashells. Sunflowers and yeah, oh, yeah. So Which is weird, right? Yeah, there that, and that's how some people. There's actually the theory that some people think there is a like a grand design to the universe or a creator because of some of the stuff seems like it should be. Uh, beyond coincidence that it happens. So you I could know. I could see that. I could, I could go down that rabbit hole. The, uh, so the the crazy thing that I found out when looking at this stuff, uh, they said almost eighty percent of high-rise buildings in the United States oh, do, the 13th floor. do not have yeah. a thirteenth floor. Like that if you go true. in the elevator and look at all the buttons, there's no thirteen. Usually it's like a keyed slot and it's like a uh, a, um, a a maintenance or a mechanic floor where they have like air conditioners yeah. and and air conditioners are great. Man. Yeah, you gotta have them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which it was just crazy. I I knew there was uh, some other countries that did that as well, but there was different numbers. Like in uh, in Asia, they they kind of have this thing with the number four, and so they'll admit the fourth floor on different things, or they'll leave the four out of like room numbers. The same like a hotels. A lot of hotels don't have a thirteen room number. Hmm. They they'll just I didn't skip know it. that. I did not know that. And then. Uh, a lot of one thing I saw too about building, uh, like if a contractor or construction building a set of stairs, 
they won't have they'll either have 12 or 14 12 or 14 or more they won't have a staircase with 13 stairs but it's kind of weird how things like that inject themselves into your life and you don't even know it yeah and and the thing is though too with when it came to the history of like the fear of 13 there's really no ancient evidence of people being afraid of of that but it's actually more modern they said it kind of started coming about in the 19th century when people started getting more superstitious. Like it went mainstream. It kind of went mainstream, and the, but they related a lot of the stuff back to ancient times. Like <clears throat> there is a story of why the 13 got to be a, a bad number or unlucky number it was in uh, ancient Norse mythology. The there, I guess, all the Norse gods were having a, a dinner party with mm-hmm. with. Uh, it was Zeus. their last supper. I wouldn't. It's not Zeus. It's uh, with um, Odin. Yeah, great Odin's raven. And uh, so Loki showed up uninvited, and he was the thirteenth guest. I knew we were gonna get a, get into X Men here. <laughs> and <laughs> nerd shit. The nerd shit. <laughs> and uh, Loki showed up uninvited, and he caused a, a lot of mayhem during the dinner parties. And evidently it caused darkness to fall over the world for a period of time, and it was like a a, a bad. Uh, omen to have 13 and i think there's still some people believe that you you don't want to have 13 dinner guests at your house i, I don't or you I don't, don't want even, to be the 13th have, guest i don't want to have like five yeah <laughs> and, and that goes but also so christianity it kind of uh, stemmed from that as well with the last supper of the crucifixion of jesus was judas the uh the apostle disi- or whatever or disciple disciple that uh yeah. betrayed jesus was the number 13 or he was the 13th guest they say at the last supper huh. and he ended up ultimately betraying jesus to the to the romans to pontius pilate yeah yeah uh i was gonna say with the loki thing man i crashed a party and caused a lot of mayhem a couple times so maybe you were loki <laughs> <laughs> so on the kind of the same subject with with religion also the thir- number 13 shows up in judaism for when they say a, a boy becomes a man in, in Judea, the, the bar mitzvah, they, mm-hmm. this when they turn 13, that's their their tradition. That's that, like the, with the chairs part yeah. of the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I know, man. Like I, and they get a lot, I guess they get a lot of money from their in-laws and stuff too. Their bar, bar mitzvah money for college, I guess. Really? Yeah. At 13? Yeah. From their in-laws? Or not their in-laws, but their... <laughs> Relatives. Relatives. Okay. There we well, go. I don't know much about Jewish religion, man. Maybe they're marrying young. So a few years ago, the the whole incident with the Mayan calendar and 2012, and they thought the world was ending and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so that revolved around... Uh, Jim Cusack was there. Oh, yeah, he was. The whole <laughs> Yellowstone blew up, too. Yeah, yeah Woody Yellowstone was great. <laughs> he was in that movie for all, like, 12 minutes. Yeah, but he made the movie. <laughs> The uh, but the, the the Mayan calendar was supposed to end, and they they used a thirteen day cycle, or I guess their week was a thirteen day week kind of thing. And people thought the world was going to end when that calendar ended, but oh, yeah, I remember it just that. evidently started a new cycle. Instead. I remember that man. Like there was all kinds of weird theories. People thought like the magnetic poles were yeah. immediately going to flip flop, and yeah. Uh, and there's been they've been studying the whole magnetic pole shift, and they said it's going to happen, but it's a lot slow, slower. Yeah, but process. it happens like over a like a over like a millennia. Yeah, versus, like a really long time. It, evidently, too, if you look it up, uh, the magnetic poles drift like several miles a year. Yeah. But eventually, you know, it'll 
make a full yeah. full cycle. What's your experience with the number thirteen? Do you have any? Well, so one of the I've always kind of been a a person that goes against the grain. So a lot of people that I knew were superstitious about thirteen. So uh -huh. I always kind of gravitated toward it. So when I played baseball when I was a kid, I, I always picked thirteen. I wore thirteen as my jersey number in baseball. Um, Joey Gallo did too. It didn't work out for him. Oh, he had a fucking terrible year. Not oh, in man. L.A. Sorry, Joey. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I was. Uh, I couldn't wear thirteen in football. I was too big and slow. I was a lineman, so I'd have a big number. <laughs> See, I. Uh, my second year of tackle football, I got. I wore. I was a linebacker, but I, Marino was my favorite player. So I, I wore thirteen, and you got to pick what you put all, across your name. On the back, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't put your name. You had to pick whatever you wanted. So I put unlucky. Oh, that's awesome. Thirteen. <laughs> so it was, yeah, I played for the uh, Ryan Olds Cowboys. Ryan Olds Cowboys. Yeah, those will be a dealership dealership in Billing. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There's Consequently, a I had a really good year. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Hey, you sometimes you have to embrace the uh, the the negative or the superstition and and yeah and. Sometimes you can force your own luck. Yeah, it's nice. And that's the thing too. Like there's some some cultures that think the number thirteen is a lucky number. Uh, in France, thirteen is traditionally considered lucky. It's hmm. mainly in the in the Western, like in the U.S., that thirteen is considered unlucky. Huh? There's some people that I uh, they say that's the thing though too. When I was looking at this stuff. It says really only about 10% of the population in the U.S. has any kind of feelings toward the number 13. You know, I remember and being a little kid, and I always looked forward to Friday the 13th because I was a huge Jason Voorhees fan. Oh, yeah. Like, I dressed as Jason Voorhees for Halloween. We'd all... Ch -ch -ch. <laughs> you know, we did that all the time. Like, we were all Jason Voorhees fans, man, but I, I loved that series. That was like my favorite horror series growing up. Yeah. I, I loved them. They, um, Camp Crystal Lake. Like I always wanted to like go there and like, yeah, go to the, go and actually see yeah. that real lake. That, I don't even know if it is a real lake. I don't think that. I think I mean it's, it's a probably, real lake, but I don't know. It, don't there's probably it. several Crystal Lakes throughout the U.S., but yeah. I don't know if it was like based on a single one. But uh, yeah, I think it was. That was what it was called for the movie, and they used. I don't know exactly. We'll have to find that. And we'll pop that up on the screen with yeah. uh, what lake they used to film. Well, okay. Which was your favorite one in the Jason Voorhees series? Hmm. Chasing in outer space. <laughs> no, um, I mean they're probably the the most recent one that I remember watching is probably like Freddy versus Jason. That was pretty good. Those were good. I uh, I I always went and I don't even know which one of this. I think it was. I don't. I think it was either four or seven. I don't know why. I think that. But it was the one with uh, with. Uh, the little kid at the beginning and the guys are digging up the grave and it's like in a rainstorm oh okay and uh it's like at this it's like at a, a bunch of weirdo yeah like a, a, yeah. a insane asylum a, yeah, out, yeah. Out, out on the lake but uh yeah that that was that was the when he killed the guy in the porta potty <laughs> yeah man that, those that was a good one and then i, I like jason takes manhattan too jason takes manhattan yeah when, the boxer on the roof when he, <laughs> the guy the guy's he's a he's an amateur boxer and he's he's boxing with jason and uh he's hitting him and hitting him and then jason hits him one time and his head flies down 
rolls down the gutter and into a dumpster. Oh man, and that's one thing that with the Jason movies, like people are running away and driving away in cars and different and things. And he walks and catches them. He just walks, just the whole time. I guess it's like the uh, tortoise and the hare. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, he won it every fucking time. <laughs> yeah, those were those were good horror movies, man. You know. I don't even know if they do that now, but I remember when I was a kid, I don't know if it was TBS or TNT or whatever, one of them would do like the whole day you could just binge watch Jason movies. I think some of them do it like on Friday the 13th or, or during Halloween time, they'll do the they movie marathons like they that. They should. Those were great. Those made the whole, they made the day. So that was a, uh, so t talking about the movie Friday the 13th there, there's more folklore that goes that's involved with Friday the 13th, and, uh, and it being an unlucky day, <clears throat> going back to the incident with Loki showing up at the dinner party, evidently in, in Norse mythology, that was that happened on Friday the 13th as well, and he was the 13th guest. So it kind of had a, a double whammy there, I guess, yeah. going on with it. But uh, it also, I guess, in uh, other cultures, instead of Friday the 13th being unlucky, it's Tuesday the 13th. And they say that in Hispanic and Greek cultures, that uh, Tuesday the 13th is a bad day. Really? And they've actually done studies where it appears there's uh, more traffic accidents and more hospitalizations that happen on the 13th. Yeah, I think that's people just taking advantage of the day, though. Yeah. Well, and, and some people, you know, it's one of those things, too, where you, you know, your your mind is a powerful thing. And like if you are worried about something or you're causing yourself to be... Uh, Superstitious about something like that. I mean, you can cause yourself to yeah. be distracted and drive your car off the road. They say, say ERs are always more full on, or are, are, are full on the full moon. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. People you hear get a little people get stupid. Yeah, and I've heard different things with that though too, with like the the moon being full and having something to do with your your instinctual part of your brain, the magnetic field or something like that, making people make dumb decisions. I don't know how true <laughs> that is or not, but. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the tides in your brain. The tides, yeah. They said something with the tides that causes uh, you make bad decisions. <laughs> if you just make bad decisions all the time, the stats are out the out the door. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, so talking about that, and people, there's some people that are superstitious points. Well, they don't they don't go to work or they don't travel. So they said on average. Triskaidekaphobia. Tri yeah, exactly. Triskaidekaphobiaites. The, uh, they said it cost the United States uh, 800 to 900 million dollars annually uh, for Friday the 13th. Jesus Christ, guys, it's a little work. Because it says people, <laughs> like uh, airlines, there's a lot of people won't book air, uh, flights on Friday the 13th, so they miss, miss a lot of airfare for people just won't book a plane ticket really? on Friday the 13th. People stay home from work, so there's companies lose production because their workers aren't showing up. They said a lot of people don't travel, so like the stores and convenience stores lose money because people aren't traveling on those days. Are you superstitious about anything? A little bit. Like, um, I don't know if it's just better safe than sorry type stuff, but I'll knock on wood every once in a while. I won't walk under ladders. Uh, don't open an umbrella inside. But I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, there's some stuff that superstitious about maybe, but. I don't know that. I mean, I knock on wood, I guess. But like, I, I'll walk right under a ladder. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, if you walk under a ladder, you got to walk back under it backwards, and it takes it away. I don't do that. <laughs> Keep on going. Oh, um, it's crazy how some of those superstitions get started too, though. The 
the uh, the knocking on wood. I was because it was somehow I read it in while I was looking through this stuff. Uh, that started in a church in Ireland, and they had a wood beam, and they said it was part of the cross that Jesus was crucified on, so people would knock on it to like be close to it's pretty close cool. to Jesus type thing. And uh, they said it brought them good luck or whatever, so they're knocking on wood for good luck. The the one I do, I don't know, gravitate towards, I guess, and I guess it actually comes from the way I grew up. But if someone gives you a knife, you give them a coin. Okay. Or it severs the friendship. I have a. And I don't. I don't. I've never looked up why that is that way. No. But that is something I've always followed. And there, there's one one thing that I've kind of with a, like you're talking about a knife. Somebody hands you an open knife. You don't close it. You hand it back to them so they can close it. Yeah. Kind of thing. You don't close a knife that you didn't open. I don't know. It's supposed to be bad luck, I guess, too. But hmm. I don't know the history of that either. But when I was a kid, I. Uh, somebody, had, I was cutting an apple or something, and my grandpa gave me his pocket knife, and I cut the apple, and I got ready to close it. He said, "No, you don't close that knife." It's like, okay, shit, <laughs> shit girl, so, gonna beat your ass. Yeah. So this episode, we we you normally have a beer or some sort of beverage themed to uh, to goes along with it, but it's hard finding something with thirteen. I guess beer companies are kind of so. In order for us to do this the right way and celebrate it, we're just gonna drink 13 beers. There you go. That's what we're about to do. Yeah. We got we got the 15 pack of Natty Light. We just poured two of them out. And we're gonna have the 13. <laughs> There's another superstition. Pour a beer out for your homies. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, so yeah, we just stick with the, the old faithful some Natty Light. Yeah. And uh, the, the so I did find one. It was uh, Guinness had made one a while back, and it was a. Uh, hop 13 ale like mm-hmm. they had and it, it they discontinued it and then uh, there's a, a Laguntas or a Lagunas L- how, Lagunitas Lagunitas you and your pronunciation <laughs> man <laughs> what's it called? Lagunitas Triscodecophobia Triscodecophobia <laughs> so they had one too but it's a seasonal so it's not in season right now either so we didn't have any couldn't find any beers with 13 in them so if you if you guys know of one, Let throw it in the comments. Yeah, and maybe we can have a revisit and or and review it here later yeah. in a later episode. Yeah. Maybe on a, on a Friday the thirteenth or for a With, Halloween episode. Maybe we'll try and get Jason Voorhees to swing by. Yeah, we go way back. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess to round it out, we're, we're talking about the thirteens uh, in uh, the U.S. Thirteen makes a pretty prominent uh, appearance in our uh, traditional. Uh, ceremonies or in um, our government like the US flag has the 13 stripes represent the 13 original colonies yeah, initially, initially had 13 stars then yeah, that represented the original 13 the states Betsy Ross flag yep uh, so then on the on the seal of the United States it has the eagle so it has the shield 13 of, arrows it has 13 arrows but then the olive branch for the peace side of it has 13 leaves yep. and 13 olives on it and then uh, it has the crest with 13 stars. Yep. So there's a lot of symbolism that goes in there with it, too. Who was the 13th president? I don't know. Maybe Lincoln was the 16th. I don't know who the 13th was. Let's see who, if he had a bad run. Millard Fillmore. Millard, I don't know anything about Millard Fillmore. I think anybody does. Maybe that's why. He, uh... Millard Fillmore was the second president to succeed to the office without being elected to it after John Tyler. 
He was the last Whig president, and his presidency ended after losing the Whig nomination at the 1952 Whig National Convention. He you was... 1852? 1852. Okay. Yeah. Did that what I said? You said 1952. Fuck. <laughs> 13 got me. 13. Unlucky. Yeah. No, he... Uh, he, his presidency ended after losing the Whig nomination at the 1852 Whig National Convention. Fillmore was succeeded by Democrat Franklin Pierce. Okay. He is best known for assuming the presidency after the death of Zachary Taylor. So that would be So like, he did have an unlucky run. Yeah. He, he was the vice president who stepped in and they were like, fuck you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like depending on how, how uh, who's lucky you want to talk about because... Zachary, it was Zachary Taylor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he had to die to make the thirteenth president, <laughs> and so, and then the th- and then the thirteenth president did such a shitty job that they didn't oh, they didn't even nominate him, let alone elect the guy. Yeah. So I mean, maybe the the unlucky thirteen strikes yeah. again on that. So, I guess the, to cap it off, the well, we're sticking with U.S. history uh, when you talk about the Apollo program and they were exploring the moon. Yeah, Apollo 13 did not go well. Apollo 13 uh, was was pretty. You have to look that up. Watch the movie. It's a really good movie. It is. They made about it. Uh, But they. And you know what? Another unlucky thing. Tom Hanks did not win Best Actor that year. No. But he had previously won for Philadelphia. Yeah. And Forrest Gump. Was Forrest Gump after that or before? It was right before. It was the year before. So he had won for Philadelphia. Then the next year he had won for Forrest Gump. And he, he thought he was going to win for Apollo 13, and he did not get it. The unlucky 13. Unlucky 13 strikes again. It even gets to Tom Hanks. They uh, they even so they kind of made a, a a spoof on it, or not a spoof, what do you call it? A, they tried to make lemonade out of lemons with that. They call Apollo 13 America's most uh, greatest successful failure. So... That failed, but they were very successful in getting the crew back alive because they, so they thought. Yeah, they were but I mean, yeah, like that's put, just them trying like, to spin it. Yeah, it's like putting butter on a burn. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's yeah, like uh, trying to dress it up a little bit. It still, was a shit show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those guys. Imagine, you know the. But I'd say, yeah, you want to talk about perseverance and and getting through a feeling of just yeah. lost hope. Yeah, that that's like you know you're gonna die. Yeah, they uh, being up there and no way to with a lot of the systems failing on that aircraft or spacecraft that they didn't know if they were gonna make it back. They thought they might have just been left yeah. in space forever. Well, guys, uh, I think that kind of wraps up our talk about thirteen. We kind of rambled on that a little bit, but you know we wanted to do, we want to do something special for the thirteenth episode. Yeah, on on August the thirteenth. So hit like thirteen times. There you go. Give us 13 comments. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate every, everybody. But, yeah, be sure to give us a, the like and subscribes on YouTube. Uh, help us build our channel. We, we depend on you guys to, to help us out. And don't drink and drive. Have a plan. Call an Uber. Call a Lyft. Yeah. Sleep on a buddy's couch. Do what you got to do, but don't take unnecessary chances. Yep. All right, guys. Appreciate it. You guys have a good one. See you next time.